Garage fam, welcome it we the Garage Guys. It's me, Garage Guy Chase, joined with Dale Tanhart. As always, uh, just getting back from Tona. Dale, how you feeling after our Tona time? Well, I kind of feel like I have an incredibly long hangover, but without the alcohol. It's yeah. Uh, it's we basically were there not for just the weekend, but for five days. Had an awesome time every single day we were there. And uh, shout out to everybody who made it such a fun weekend that we ran into, hung out with, and uh, especially Hooters. So yeah. uh, if you haven't kept up, new to the program, we got two awesome promo codes, one brand new one. Uh, they call me Dine-In Dale. All right. Him. Go to Hooters and save $10 on any Dine-In order of $40 or more by giving your Hooters girl the promo code GARAGEGUYS. Offers redeemable at HOA locations, valid on food, non-alcoholic beverages, and merch only. Uh, cannot discount any alcohol or gift cards. So there you go. Dine and Dale, save yourself $10 at Hooters for any order of $40 or more. What about you? What's your catchy nickname? Yeah, I was going to hit them with the, but wait, there's more. But guess what? So, you know, we've always done takeout, right? Well, it, when you take things out, you got to kind of like you check out sometimes, you know, you're just like, I don't feel like sitting here. I'm going to check out. So they call me checkout chase this time. All right. So if you go use promo code garage guys, as you have been doing for like ever now, uh, you go use that promo code for to go orders on the Hooters app or at Hooters to go.com. You're going to save $10 off any order, $30 or more. Nothing's changed there. Same game. Just check it out, bring it home, eat it on the couch like the lazy slob that you are because it's Hooters and it's okay and it's a beautiful thing and we love it. And that offer is valid at participating locations for delivery and carryout orders, $30 or more. And so that's that's the Hooters plug. We did it. There you go. You can also use for the to-go app. This is actually a new thing. Uh, you can also use uh, order.hooters.com. So you yeah. have multiple avenues of, of how you can do that. It makes it really easy for you. So, uh, yeah, Hooters, exceptional partner of the Garage Guys and giving you exceptional deals when you use promo code Garage Guys. Especially the Daytona Beach Hooters, too. I mean, I don't want to, you know, I'm not trying to, like, single any one location out. They're all great locations, but I just feel like we go there, like, more than any other location. That's, like, become our home location. So, like, they just just shout out to all of the amazing girls and guys that run the Daytona Beach Hooters because we literally basically live there. The Garage fam basically lived there. If you were in Daytona this week and you went to Hooters, you saw the amazing time that that happens. And that happens literally, like, twice a year there and uh maybe three times because aside from nascar i found out that the augusta nationals are actually a huge event at that location but you know we're we're over here doing the hashtag bwb thing that's bringing winston back if you didn't know and uh so we're gonna make sure the daytona 500 party is bigger than the golf party i just feel like that should should be like a normal thing yeah, that Hooters is phenomenal, and it's it's legendary for a reason. It's right across from Daytona International Speedway. As soon as the race is over, you're going to Hooters. Uh, before the race begins, you're going to Hooters. I mean, they got it going on there. Their staff does such an incredible job on race weekends. I mean, we owe them so much credit, uh, and especially for how they they treated us when we had to do. We did our DFS and betting preview show there. They're they're just their entire staff and. 
Uh, they just really make you feel like family down there in Daytona Beach. And they killed it this weekend. Absolutely killed it. That yeah. that Hooters was slam-packed nonstop. Every and day. They delivered. The food was awesome. The service was awesome. And the atmosphere, vibe, it all was awesome. So big shout-out to uh, Hooters in Daytona. Yeah, and everything you see in there on the walls, by the way, is apparently for sale because that beautiful mural of like the 19, I think it was the clear Clearwater location Hooters and Alan Kowicki's on it. And there's like a whole bunch of other really cool stuff on it. It sold, I think for like, I don't know how much money it sold for. I'm sure it was a lot, but it sold. Things are for sale. Okay. So you can buy merch. You can buy posters on the wall. You can't buy people though. So don't try that. Um, but uh, you can buy picks on the sports book like we did uh, for the duels. The uh, the blue green vacation Gatorade duels. They're, they're, we'll just lump all that into one thing. We had a great time okay. uh, on Thursday Gatorade, night. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you're gonna. I feel like Gatorade. If you're gonna call it the Gatorade duels, you got It's just got to be the Gatorade duels. Blue but, green Gatorade. Uh, okay, fine, whatever. Yeah, the duels. Uh, duels. So very long betting betting weekend that starts on Thursday. It's really the only race weekend. I guess Bristol in the fall kind of starts on Thursday now, but uh, one of the rare race weekends where you have something to bet on all the way from Thursday to Sunday. So starting with the duels, we did, uh, and hopefully you guys did too, but we did have good hits. We did correctly pick the duels, uh, had Brad Keselowski to win duel one, and Chase had Chris Buescher to win in duel two. Also was the kickoff of what – the first of what we got to see with the new car, how it would race, how the drivers would respond to everything. And, uh, That's all the it was, duel. though, was like a kickoff this weekend because the ball never went anywhere else, really. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. <laughs> and uh, I thought the duels were okay. Uh, the second duel was interesting. A lot of topic – or uh, kind of a hot topic with Logano. The, the typical Logano block on the final lab gives Chris Buescher to the win, and he wrecks himself. So, Chase, what do you think about how the duels went to kind of kick off the weekend uh, well, betting mean, just, and uh, just the racing itself. Yeah. So like we, uh, you know, when we got into town, obviously we were in the big, the big bus and uh, surprise, we have a bus um, in case you didn't know. So we're going to be doing some cool stuff with that. But when we got into town, like obviously we retired, we got some good rest and then we ended up going to fuel up with the hoots, um, you know, like low key chaotic as usual. But uh, once we finally got everything set up and we were sitting down, we, we got the live stream running and then we just it was just me. It was like I feel like we were the only two people there and there were just so many people there. But like we were just sitting at this table outside watching this giant jumbotron of the duels. I don't think that I've ever watched a race on that big of a screen like in my life. So it was really cool. I felt like that was like a Super Bowl party almost because I've watched a Super Bowl on that big of a screen before. Never watched a race on that big of a screen. And yeah. to have Daytona right across the track was just absolutely insane. But um, when we were watching the races, man, like we, we get our bets locked in over on Action Network. By the way, if you're not following us on Action Network, yeah, you're, there's going to be more plugs. Just get ready promise um <laughs> action network uh, you need to be following us there me and dale are both on action network if you're not following both of us 
we're gonna curse you, damn you to hell, and, and you don't need to listen to this show anymore. Just turn it, it won't off. you won't get to see the cup picks with our unit allocations uh if you don't follow us on action network. So that's right. Very important thing there. Of course, we we do a lot of riding over on the Toby Christie side. Uh Xfinity trucks will be posting betting cards and articles. Told you those for plugs. the specific unit allocations got to follow us over on action network they just added nascar to the platform it's really well done uh pretty i think it's i feel like it's pretty accessible and and it's the easiest app of all time it literally like I if think you have if they, you they don't do understand good. nascar betting go get this app it there literally takes care of everything for you and you can they keep do. track of everything they made it they made it pretty easy for people to learn how to bet on there and uh, obviously you have if you're new uh casual sports better new to the nascar world feel free to hit us up on twitter discord and we'll be sure to help you out and, and try to educate try to educate some new betters in the nascar world how this all works so there you go that's, that's a long plug but so duels. back to the duels back to the duels now um we literally when we started watching these things the commentary was great me and you both I didn't know if we would be able, I mean, obviously we do this show, but I didn't know how we would do calling a race, which is essentially what we did. I think we did great. I think it was fun. And if you haven't watched it, go back and watch it. But the racing in duel one was kind of like boring a little bit, I'll say. Um, and then well, I know, feel like in all, both, I feel like the racing was boring in both. Well, the like, duel two had a good ending because of the wreck and the late race drama, but in both, the same thing happened with uh, pit stops, really uh, no cautions, green flag the whole way, and green flag pit stops, stops really changed the game with uh, both races ending with two four-car packs to decide it, while the whole rest of the field was all split up and, and scattered uh, all over the two-and-a-half-mile track. So, And weirdly enough, it was four Fords in each duel that battled, battled it out for the win. So it was a... Uh, an indication of what was to come for Sunday, I will say that. You know, you're right. And the more that I think about it, like, look, I'm sorry. My brain is still kind of mush, and I know yours probably is too. I talked to PJ Walsh at Action Network this morning. He said his is, and he wasn't even at the race. So that lets you know that we're okay. Like, we're in good company. But to, to backtrack, I might, maybe I was wrong to say it was a little boring, but it was, I guess it, it made things dicier, like, for me in duel two because of like how it all shook out. And I didn't know if I had won that until like what, five minutes after it was over because nobody would say who won the race and we had no sound. Yeah. They just kept, God, they just kept, yeah. The, the sound was important, but they also just kept the, playing replays and we could, that was see a personal if, thing, I guess we couldn't see if, I mean, yeah, because in anybody, hopefully you had people that followed the bets and, and were also waiting that anticipation to see who had won. And we had thought the whole time, if you go back and watch the stream, I was saying it's got to be Busher. I mean, there, there's no way that McDowell had passed him after Logano had wrecked. And we had to wait until the replays of the wreck got over with to finally see Busher standing at the start-finish line outside of his car. And then you knew. Then the eruption happened. Yeah, it made it that much better. But, I mean, for you, too, like – It's worth the wait. I mean, Kez, Kez at least led, what, two laps – on the duel one, did he lead the last two laps and then take the win? He, I think he led the last four. He, which was interesting because in in the broadcast, I thought he had made the move way too early, and uh, yeah, he had he had passed. He went to the outside of Blaney with four laps to go, 
and held him off from there. And honestly, now that I think about it, it's kind of ironic, you know, so Cindric, we'll get into the Daytona 500 here shortly, but Cindric wins the Daytona 500 and absolutely just fucks me on and, and, and you as well. And anybody that had Ryan Blaney, but yeah. ironically, uh, I talked about it when the duel was over, duel number one. He should have pushed Blaney to get right back by Keselowski. Instead, he leaves Blaney and kind of gave me the win in that one. So on Thursday, he helps me out by not pushing Blaney past Brad, and then he screws me on Sunday by uh, screwing Blaney, putting him kind of you know putting it's him the, in the little wall. things. So it's weird that Daytona juju irony. You can also say. Brad and whatever it was, 11 starts in the number two car, could never get a Daytona 500 and was so close. And that's and what's got Cindric in his first start as a rookie, not a Daytona 500 rookie <laughs> because he did race in the Daytona 500 last year, right. uh, but as a overall rookie, first full time season wins in the two car. And yeah, one big thing though, and it, this really upsets me because the morning of the Daytona 500, I saw on Twitter, they had tweeted, or Pinsky had tweeted out, uh, Team Pinsky tweeted out, happy birthday to Roger Pinsky. And when I saw that it was his birthday, I was like, I'm gold. Because I picked Logano and Blaney. I was like, Team Pinsky is winning today. It made me feel even better about it. And But we just course, couldn't do Cendric. <laughs> we missed the one. We missed Austin Cendric who, who fucking wins. So. Well, I'll tell you this much about it. Like, I mean, we both knew that the Ford, a Ford was probably going to win this race. We literally talked about it for like, the whole five business days that we were in Daytona, you know, it was on a weekend. What we mean by that is we were there for five whole days. So just register that. So we knew a Ford was going to win this thing. And I remember sitting outside of Hooters waiting. We were waiting on our food to go. You were over there uh, talking with the girl that like, will like sell anything. Like she was one of the greatest salesmen of all time working at the Daytona Hooters beach. You were over there chatting with her. I was just sitting there by myself thinking like, what were we doing? Just like not betting on, uh, on anything but Fords. Like, why didn't we do that? Why did we bet Chevy's? Why did we do that? I mean, we could obviously easily say, well, it's the day 2500. You don't know. It's a toss up. But like for us to be so strong on the fact that a Ford was going to win the race, for the Penske birthday thing, which I did not know it was Roger Penske's birthday until after the race. So that was something I found out. But I just I, I thought about that. I was just like, why do we do this to ourselves? Like Austin Stringer, we're sitting there talking about how aggressive he is, how he don't give a fuck. And it's like he's the one that wins the race because he was aggressive and he didn't give a fuck. And it's like, what were we thinking? Why didn't we bet on this man? It's tough. But I, I'm just I will always back up my statistics and research on trends. Well, uh, yeah, and yeah, one me thing too, but we just miss it. It's just so, always something small that just like happens. And when I reflect back on it, I'm just rookies you know, like all the signs were just punching us in the face. I don't think they were really. I mean, no, I don't I think that that rookies rookies don't win this race. And that's I mean, that's it's a stats. fact. And 64 races, a rookie has won it twice. I mean, that just tells you right there, it doesn't happen often at all. So, I mean, I don't feel bad because I never would have picked him to win because you typically – veterans are the guys that win this race or guys that enter their prime are the ones that win this race. So, you know, I'm gonna start uh, it a is new what slogan, it is. I'm going to start a slogan, Dale, that you're going to hate, and the slogan is going to be called Stats Don't Drive Cars. 
That's yeah, going to be yeah, the slogan. I will hate that. That's a, that's a, yeah, you're right. Cindric is he is a great exception. Unlike you know, Trevor Bain won it in 2011 and and really did nothing with the, his career opportunity in the Cup Series. Totally different here with Austin Cindric, Xfinity Series champion. Uh, races all sorts of cars. He has he could be one of the more complete drivers in the garage with the diversity of cars that he's driven over the past five, 10 years. I mean, he's a road course specialist. He's won at Daytona twice now, if you consider what he did. He won the season opener in the Xfinity series 2021. He's won on ovals. He's won on short tracks. Like the guy really can do it all. And and I think he just solidified and and uh really made everybody notice and made a point that he's going to be a superstar in this. Yeah. So I'm uh, I'm ready to see how things shake out with him on the road courses now, because like obviously Chase Elliott has taken over the road course game in the past few years. So, I mean, the problem Penske had all last year was the brakes at the road courses. They always had these braking problems. So it's like now, according to Bubba Wallace and a few other people in NASCAR, uh, apparently Penske has special wheels. So maybe maybe they're trying to fix the braking problem. Maybe Brad Brad doesn't think it's a problem. I guess it's the Fords have special wheels. Have you heard anything else about these special wheels? I have not, but there it'll be interesting to see what happens, especially with RFK because they had the wheels confiscated, and now we're talking about Pinsky in the mix and just Ford in general. And there was all this hype about Ford having an advantage before the races even started. So it's all notable, you know. Who but do you think started will, that rumor? I, I I mean I don't know. Uh, which about the wheels or about about, about the gonna, Fords having advantages? Well, I don't know. It didn't it didn't really bother me as much because I thought the Fords would be strong to begin with because of data. Uh, they have been so good at the super speedways uh, over the past three years, working together as a team. Like from a manufacturer standpoint, they've worked so well together. Uh, to make to basically basically box out the Toyotas and Chevys from getting into victory lane more often. Now, the wrecks that happened kind of shake things up, and you know Toyota got screwed with that first wreck with Harrison Burton. They lost a couple good cars there and uh, lost a few good Chevys there, and the Fords were able to keep their numbers in this race, which obviously helps when you got more numbers. And I mean, uh, there at the end, the top ten was primarily composed of Fords. You had Kyle Busch, Bubba Wallace. Uh, and I don't even know what Chevy you had up there. That was, that was a contender. I can't even think of one at the top of my head. Chase Elliott was in the top 10. He was but, top 10. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, was if you look at your 10. Yeah. If you look at your top eight guys, you had David Reagan, McDowell, Briscoe, uh, Cendric Blaney. I mean, that's five Fords right there. That's Ford. You know, so uh, Almarola, Almarola, that there's six right there. So, you know, they have just maybe a little bit of luck's been there too, just avoiding the wrecks, being at the right place at the right time. But I don't know. We had their speed is is clearly there. I mean, you have some luck, and you have here. I'll just leave it at this: you got to be good to be lucky, and you got to be lucky to be good. The Fords were good, and I think they will be a, a prolific force at the super speedways all year long. Yeah, I think it's going to be – I think Forge is going to be the, uh, the talk of the town for a little while here. I think that they're going to have to just get an ambassador. They're literally going to hire a woman named Sally. And Mustang Sally is going to speak for all of Fords. Um, probably will be Haley Deegan. Let's change her name to Sally. 
and she'll speak for all of Ford. But uh, but yeah, no, I, I just wanted to go back to that. My original question was who you think started. We, we've been talking about how we thought the Fords were going to have an advantage literally for almost half a year now on the show. Uh, there's multiple clips where we've spoken on it. So I feel like I never really heard it from anyone else. I feel like we may have low-key started this expectation that has become reality. Maybe we manifested it without yeah, even really, realizing it. It's it's interesting you say that. I really have no idea where it's sort of coming from. I don't know if there was any, anything from like Adam Stern or Pacris that indicated there was some well, data and testing or wind tunnel shit that could have, that could have be pointed honest. to this happening. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I was just talking out of my ass one day. And I was just like, oh, yeah, this is why SHR sucks. is because they're focused on the next-gen car. They're going to be ahead of the game. They're going to be ahead of the curve. I can't remember exactly what show that was on. But I just started saying that. And, like, I had no, like, knowledge whether that was true or not. Like, no foundational basis behind it. Just like, no, yeah, Mm -hmm. the Stuart Hall shouldn't suck. They they have to be doing something that's Mm -hmm. making them suck. Then they just started talking with all of the other Ford people. And, like, then we just manifested this whole thing. So, like, maybe it's our own fault that that Austin Sindrick won. And we should have, you know. Oh, here's the thing. I will say, like, shifting gears to Fontana for just a second. I think we're going to see – uh, some normalcy with the Chevys and Toyotas coming just running really well because I mean if you look at like at the clash I mean we, we got plenty of short tracks on the schedule the best car there was Tyler Reddick and a Chevy oh yeah and arguably the second best car was Kyle Busch well, this so, is going to be an intermediate track though oh yeah oh yeah but I'm saying Six, regarding just like non-super speedways i think the fords will continue to own the super speedways all year long yeah. i think they'll win uh at least i think they'll win at least two of the super speedways potentially three and they i mean they really could win four with the talent they have and how fast their cars are but just anything non-super speedway we'll see some normalcy with the chevys and the toyotas kind of coming back up so i'm not i'm not making t- uh, a big panic out of the performance we saw at chevy and toyota in the daytona 500 is what that's I'm right saying. Like That's Kyle right. Larson, five fifty. It's all about aerodynamics. I feel like when you got a nice little bubble up front. Yeah, and, and, and like Kyle Larson's opened as a heavy favorite to win at Fontana. He's great at Fontana. He dominated last year. I would not be surprised if he started his. You know the way Larson is, the super speedways are not his cup of tea. He starts his season at the second race of the year, typically, and yeah. he's great at Fontana. Has has run super well there. Uh, that's one of his best tracks so i wouldn't be surprised if he came out and just absolutely dominated but we're gonna wait and see what happens in practice see what times we got in qualifying and and see how it goes yeah i know he's uh it's gonna be interesting to see and we'll have that on the uh the garage guys nascar race preview show so we'll be talking about that so be on the lookout for that this weekend um and practice and qualifying are back too so we're gonna actually have some extra help to kind of guide us uh through the way so it'll be uh it'll be fun to see how it all shakes. I've already been tinkering around with some odds. I'm not gonna lie, I may have already made a pick in my brain, just haven't put it on paper yet. I'll have to have a little bit more things to to figure out before we get there, but definitely gotta finish talking about this weekend. So like we we've kind of talked about the five hundred. We talked a little about Cendric Pinsky. Um, we saw some guys uh, run pretty well. Um, obviously everyone knows who our bets were. I don't really think we need to recap that too much. But uh, there was just a lot of cool things that we saw. Uh, ultimately, uh, over 8 million people watched the Daytona 500, which is just stupid exciting. It was amazing to see that crowd, amazing to see all the people there. 
and, and before the race took off, like I know you and I both were feeling the energy really well. Um, we were out on pit road. We got to talk with a lot of people. Uh, and we, we got some pics up on Instagram and everything like that. So you guys can check that out, but just the whole vibe of Sunday was magnificent. And Marty, um, uh, uh, from Marty and McGee actually uh, did a a bit with Elliot before the race talking about how NASCAR is back. The vibes are strong. And, and I feel like I just, I really, it just feels really good to know that like we've kind of been on this mission for a while now. And I just feel like th- that we somewhat are like helping to make other people open their eyes and see like this is a real thing this is really happening and the garage fam all you guys that listen to the show you guys getting behind it i saw so many people like wearing like retro drip at the track and just having that just good energy about them it was just incredible and i just want to thank you guys that are listening to the show the people that watch the show because without you guys we're just two dudes that just like talk about shit that's it. So thank you guys. And, and for everyone that took the time to travel um, and go to the race and tell your friends to bet on the race and play DFS. I just wanted to make sure that, that I, I got that. Thank you. I know you feel the same way too. Yeah. And everybody who was there that came, whether it was up to me or to chase or to both of us, when we were together and just like, just said, Hey, and just shook our hand and talked to us. I appreciate the hell out of you. Like, I, I love that kind of stuff where we got people just garage fam coming up to us and saying, Hey, like I listen to the show. I watch the show. Anybody that absorb or absorbs our content in any way at all. And as a race fan, uh, whether you're, you've been a long time race fan or a new race fan, maybe because of something that we've, we've given you with bets or DFS or just entertainment in general, like, I love and appreciate the people that, that, that come up to us and say, Hey, so, and all the people that are garage fam that maybe we, we didn't get to see. It's a crazy busy weekend, 150,000 people there. It happens, but hopefully we'll see you guys and gals at another race coming up. Cause we got a long schedule ahead and we'll be at a lot of races this year. So uh, when we get more details on what exactly that schedule will be, we'll absolutely let you guys know. And we should please come up to us, say hey to us, take a pic with us. You know, we we really dearly appreciate that kind of stuff. So thank you. Yeah, we ready a big chill, man. Uh, I gotta ask too. So we like you had the ultimate compilation picture of the weekend. Um, you and I were both standing oh, yeah. in victory lane after the race, and to, for you to be able to get the pick with Cendric by the 500 trophy was like just even just for me like wasn't even something that i was involved in inside the photo that was just the ultimate moment for me like truly like the the moment that made everything come full circle for the weekend if anybody everyone that listens to this should be following dale on twitter instagram somewhere you you saw the compilation photo starting from friday night with truck night in america lost in heartbreak a lot of close, you know, bad beats. And then Saturday night, loss and heartbreak. Um, and then Sunday, losing in that fashion. But then literally standing in victory lane with Austin Cindric, Like, just talk about that that moment for a minute. And, and let's tell the fam what Austin told you to not do and what we're going to do. Yeah, so, yeah, a lot of heartbreak. But 
I will say the confidence of Sky High in the, uh, regarding the betting heading into Fontana because of how close I was on all three races, with it being the hardest weekend of racing to predict in the entire season. I mean, there's no question about it. So Ben Rhodes was my top play of Friday, finished the second. Uh, AJ Allmendinger, Noah Gragson were my top two plays on Saturday, finished second and third. And Sunday, Ryan Blaney was a top play. Chase Briscoe was my underdog play that I was really high on. They finished third and fourth. Blaney gets put into the wall. Final lap, coming to the checkered flag. My eyes should have won it, but Austin raced him how he raced him. We'll see what happens, you know, going forward with those guys. But, yeah, the cherry on top, uh, all the heartbreak. But, you know, I, I owned up. I owned up to my loss and went and uh, went to victory lane, saw Austin Cendrick, was there for the celebration and everything. And it was a really cool moment for those guys, just seeing all the happy faces on pit road. But uh, all the big, you know, Fox, ESPN, NBC kind of cleared out after they got their their quotes and their moments with them. And I walked up to him and I just said, hey, man, like I'm Dale, introduced us, uh, the garage guys, and told him we do the betting stuff. And I told him how – me and our community, aka the Discord and Garage Fam, have this rivalry with Austin because it seems like over the past two years, every time I bet on Cindric, something crazy happens. Like, perfect example, top pick to win the championship last year, gets rubbed, uh, roughed out of the way by Daniel Hemmerich coming to the checkered flag and loses. Perfect example. That's the kind of shit that happens when me and the Garage Fam bet on Austin Cindric. And when I don't bet on him, he finds a way to just completely fuck me over. I mean, there's no in-between. There's no in-between on this deal. So I, I basically told him that. I was like, you know, we have this beef with you because of what I just said. Every time we bet on you, your car explodes. Something crazy happens. Every time you don't, every time we don't bet on you, you kill us. You absolutely break our hearts and, and kill us. And he laughed, and and we took a picture with the trophy and everything, and uh, shook his hand. And I was like, I think I said something like, "I will gladly take my loss in this one." Congratulations, you did it. And he goes, uh, as I'm walking on the stage, he turns around and he goes, "Hey, uh, whatever you do, just just stay away from betting on me if you can." And uh, we both kind of laughed about it, and I was like, "Yeah, I mean, so now uh, because I hate him, I think I'm gonna put like a penny on him every single week." Like, have all my picks that I put, you know, in my betting cards. And I'm just going to put a penny on Austin Centric for every single race yeah. for the rest of my life to ensure <laughs> that he never wins again. And if, you know, if he does, then it's like, okay, well, maybe it breaks the curse. You know, maybe it will break the curse and then we can be friends. This is such but, a solid strategy, too. Yeah, just, honestly. The most solid strategy of all time. Yep, yep. It's, it's, it's a, I feel like it's a win-win if it goes that way. So, Garage Fam, when you listen to this, let me know what you think about that strategy. You know, there's a lot of people in that Discord. We can read off some some very ravenous quotes towards Austin Citric in that oh, yeah. Discord. For, I would for love the, to sit him for the down money. one day. And oh, God. The, the like read. a mean tweets thing? Yeah. yeah but with the, but Discord. For the Discord. Yes. I know, I know, I know. So, uh, that was a really interesting thing. And I got to say, like, as much as I just can't stand him, I respect the hell out of him because he's a world-class race car driver. Uh, he's not scared of anybody. He's proven himself in every opportunity he's had. And, you know, I'd be shocked if he wasn't a champion of this 
of the NASCAR Cup Series one day. So, guy's a superstar, and you got to respect him for his talent and his accolades and everything he's got to accomplish and everything he probably will accomplish. You know, as a as a NASCAR Cup superstar, this this is a guy that could race in the Indy 500. This is a guy that has now won the Daytona 500. Could be one of the only people in the history of mankind to win the Daytona 500 and the Indy 500. I I mean, that could happen. Kyle Larson's got something to say, but he's got to win the five first. Hell, I mean, and and you say that someone like Cindric could put the pressure on these guys like Kyle Busch or Kyle Larson to be like, damn, like this is this is a guy that could do it. I need to I need to go over there and do it now. You know, I need yeah, to go I over feel there. Like and he's stop already internally happen. putting pressure in Penske. I'll tell you that. Absolutely, there's no question about it. Uh, the, and uh, I said it before the season started. He's gonna ruffle some feathers. The way he drives, like his mentality, not being scared of anybody, his aggression level, he's gonna ruffle a lot of feathers in 2022. I think so. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a lot of fun. But can't wait to see how it goes. So you heard that garage fan. We make sure that we all bet at least a penny on Cindric every week just to see what happens because because we could keep this man out of victory lane or we could, you know, win a few cents for your children or unborn children put in their piggy bank. And then Austin Cindric will send your child to college someday. Possibly. Yeah, you never know. Austin Cindric could uh win you ten bucks off of that penny. And uh, you could go put that towards your your Hooters fund. Take That's it to right. Hooters and uh, go dine in Dale and save uh, save another $10 on anywhere of $40 or more at HOA locations for food, non-alcoholic beverages, and merch. Cannot use it on alcohol or gift cards. So Austin yeah. Cendrick or any of our other picks could save you 10, 10 bucks. Get add it to Hooters and then save yourself 10 bucks and eat yeah. some awesome food. Yeah, do it again and then just go, you know, check out with Chase. All right. Just go use promo code Garage Guys for any takeout order, Hooters2Go.com or the Hooters app. And it's valid at participating locations for delivery and carryout orders, $30 or more. So that I don't know was, if I uh, said you, you good. did good on yours. I don't know if I said my promo code on mine. It's okay. All you gotta do it's is... the same one. It's the yeah, same yeah. promo code. The super it, the only difference garage is, guys. The only difference is you just tell your Hooters girl, your Hooters girl about it. She'll go type it in. Boom. Done. Ten dollars yep. in your pocket. And the other one, you just tell the virtual Hooters girl, you know, like your phone that you do everything else on. There you so, go. There Easy you go. Spot. One's robot. One is a real person. The end. Um, so, yeah. So that's a that's a show. Just want to give a, uh, a special shout out to a couple of people that made the weekend uh, special for us on the inside. Obviously, all the Garage fam that's out there. Uh, shout out to Big Baby Scumbag uh, making his way downtown with his girlfriend, Charlie, coming out to the race. Uh, had a great time. It was her first time visiting a race, period. So I love when new uh, people come to a track that have never been to a race in their life and just watching their face when they see cars go by is just the, the greatest thing ever. We got to experience that in Coda last year with one of your buddy's girlfriends. And then so to get to experience that again was really cool. And yeah, uh, dude. and shout big out baby. To, to all the real people. quick. Yeah. Big baby is a homie. Charlie, new homie. Uh if you see us, if you ever see them at a race, go up to them and say, hey man, they love talking to people. And big baby is like one of the nicest dudes ever man like seriously and he loves nascar and and hopefully we made a new fan with with charlie this past weekend but 
Oh, they're really cool people, and and hopefully we'll see them at a at a race coming up soon. That's it. If you want a cool tattoo, just go see Charlotte. She'll hook you up. Um, and then aside from that, Moonhead. All right, our boy Moonhead was out at the track, had a great time. Uh, got to go do a little downtown exploring, and got the uh the three a.m. Waffle House red carpet treatment with Moonhead. So shout out to him. I don't really know yeah. if it would be considered red carpet, but you know, it was well, awful. yeah, red, probably like a black carpet, but there's so yeah. much like vomit and stuff on it that it, it made it red. Yeah, but it was a moonhead though, so it was special. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, so, there's a lot of special people this weekend. And shout out to uh, a few of our guys, uh, Brimer, who won the sweepstakes, that's right, the, won the Hooters sweepstakes, got an awesome stay at the resort. Him and his girlfriend had an awesome time. Shout out to you guys, uh, Mickey, Mickey Brooks. Another yep, one of the, the garage fam won a ticket, had an awesome time at Daytona. Shout out to you guys. I'm so glad you guys got to make it out there and really enjoy yourselves. Enjoy some racing. Yeah. And then uh Ian, how about Ian? He just he just he just showed up out of nowhere Thursday God, night. He, see, Ian just makes me sad because me and him were both on William Byron and Byron. Yeah, but he's Ian, always on William Byron. Me and, me and Ian, Ian are going to ride this William Byron train together all season long. I, I don't like, know. I might so. be chug-a-lug-a-choo-chooing this weekend, bro, but you didn't hear it here. I'll say hey, how about this? Bef- and before we go, before you close this thing off, way too early pick to win the cup race at Fontana. One guy. Who are you thinking? I kind of just said it. <laughs> William Byron? Yeah, kind of. Okay. On the Byron train. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say Tyler Reddick. All right. Ty- Red Dog. Red dog, Red keep dog. an eye out for Red Dog. Chevys are coming back on uh, Sunday. Red Dog and Byron. All right, that's them. All right, that's way too early pick. Shout out to everybody that we saw. Everybody that listens to this show. All the Garage fam, nationwide, worldwide, and shout out to the to the World Center of Racing, Daytona International Speedway. Had a great time in Daytona, or as we call it, Daytona. Um, and we'll be back uh, in the summer there. But uh, let's move forward, Garage Fam. Get your bags ready because we've got to stuff them full of motherfucking cash. Come up this weekend. NASCAR is back. Hashtag BWB. All right. And that's, uh, and that's a fact, Jack. This has been a, a recap of the 2022 64th running of the Daytona 500. Garage Guy style. Go read the report on tobychristie.com for more. Love you, Garage fam. It's going to be a fun season. Let's bag some cash, baby.